Welcome to the Simply Authentic Podcast with Angie and Tanya, where we hope to inspire you to dream big and push past your fear, empower you to take charge of your own life, and challenge you to be the most authentic self you can be. to the Simply Authentic Podcast. I'm Angie Mullings. And I'm Tanya Murphan. Welcome back, guys. Today, we are excited to have Cassie Demick with us, and she is a registered dietitian and exercise physiologist. Yes. Did I get that right? You did. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. I know, you. same. So <laughs> I met Cassie last year. I was on the hunt for a dietitian to come into our real estate office and just give us all an update on nutrition and labels and and at 52 what should I be looking at and so that's how we met and we enjoyed you coming in and talking to us so when I told Angie about you we were wanting you to come in and educate all of our listeners of nutrition and exercise and just all the things that being the first of the year we all get a, a good mindset, a new mindset to start something new. And I'm going to get back in shape and I'm going to eat better. And gosh, we all want that. So <laughs> Cassie, you're going to tell us today how to get there. <laughs> I have a perfect answer. It's in a pill. You just take it and you're good to go. No. <laughs> perfect. It's magic. It's, it's really magic. magic. <laughs> so to start us off, tell us about yourself, what your background is in and, and where you currently work and so forth. Yes, I own a fitness and nutrition center called Achieving Your Best here in Springfield. So, um, And I love what I do. I've been in this field for 23 years, which is is crazy uh-huh. <laughs> to think about. Um, I do love my job. I'm passionate about it. And really, it comes from my own experience of confusion and yeah. um, not thriving mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. And so yeah. um, back in the 80s and 90s, you know, um, with it was really before the internet, you know, but there were just people right. that had lots of advice, lots of diets, diet culture. Um, and it really was confusing. And I wasn't healthy. I wasn't at a healthy weight. None of my family was healthy. We didn't exercise. Um, I actually quit uh, the one team I was in just to get out of PE because they made us run a mile, really? which is oh, kind wow. of funny. <laughs> that is funny yeah, to hear so, now. And my favorite foods were, you know, I was from South Texas, you know, um, fried stuff and just, right. you know, uh, my snack after school was like chips and cheese and, you know, yep. nacho type things. Yep. And so I just really, um, again, was confused when I got to college and I just yeah. knew I didn't feel good. And, mm-hmm. and so I, uh, took a nutrition class and that um, really changed my life. And um, I also signed up for a 5K, which um, was way out of my comfort zone. And yeah. I actually trained and completed it and mm-hmm. did okay. You yeah. know, uh-huh. it, yeah. um, and so that was kind of the start of my journey to learn how food and exercise or movement can really change your mm-hmm. trajectory. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, my genetics aren't great. You know, lots of diabetes and um, overweight and heart disease and dementia in my family. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really over the last, you know, 30 years, I've been experimenting with what I can do to prevent that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Those genetics somehow creep in, even if you do live a mostly healthy lifestyle, we still are built how we're built. 
So yes, mm-hmm. we are. So yeah. there's, you know, and I think a lot of that is helpful to think about because so many people yeah. are unhappy because they're trying to be someone else or be right. like someone right. else. Right. And, you know, really we Good are point. all unique and, you know, my, my business name is achieving your best. Cause I really do want to try to help people, uh, thrive for themselves with yeah. whatever they're dealt in life. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to be realistic. It's, it's great to, to dream about, you know, or have aspirations aspirations or goals, but you do have to live within with the body you were given and the genetics you were given. So yes. Yes. (laughs) So to start us off, tell us what if someone comes to you and says, I don't feel good. I'm a little overweight. I'm out of shape. I, I don't have any good habits. What is the first things and in what order would you tell them to get started? Yes, very good question. So I think a lot of people come in and they want just the answers, you know, tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I wish it was that simple. And as you know, because like you said, you know, people starting over, you know, why are we starting over every year? Why are we not able to continue with healthy Mm -hmm. habits? And Mm -hmm. so um, a lot of that is, you know, up in our mind, you know, and so, um, and it's how we think and our perceptions of things. And Mm so um, I do spend a lot lot of time with clients really helping explore where they want to go like where mm-hmm. what does thriving look like to them because mm-hmm. it could look like something totally different to me True. you know and you and you mm-hmm. you know so it yeah. can mm-hmm. it can be different for everyone so first figuring out where they want to go and a lot of that people automatically think of external things mm-hmm. you know I want to weigh x amount or mm-hmm. or whatever um, but I really try to get them to see what do they want to feel like what yeah. types of things do they want to be able to do in life is yeah. it play with their grandkids is it Um, run through the airport? Is it Mm -hmm. fit in a ride at Silver Dollar City, (laughs) you know, without being nervous that they aren't going to fit, you know, so what, what does that look like? And really helping them define that for themselves. Because if you don't have that strong why, Mm -hmm. then it's really hard to, for that day-to-day motivation to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, so I always start there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So love that. Yeah. And then in terms of I, it's individual, right? What they what they want to achieve, figuring out their why, what their goal is. And then do you talk specifically, they go hand in hand, nutrition and exercise, right? So do you come up with a plan that complements both of those aspects then for that individual? Yes, I do. They do go hand in hand and they're both very important. Mm-hmm. And so some people find it easier to focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my, again, there is no um, expectation for me as far as how fast we get somewhere typically that's from the client like I want to be there today or tomorrow or whatever you know but uh, these things do take time and so we I try to help them with realistic goals and sometimes if you change 20 things at once then you feel overwhelmed and so um so if they can focus on both that's great um but sometimes people just want to focus on nutrition or just want to focus on exercise and if you are taking a step forward in your health you are making progress and so um and oftentimes um people have an all or nothing attitude and Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the the biggest things that is a challenge in this field because when people aren't doing well they're totally off right Mm -hmm. and so oftentimes 
And so then, you know, it's just like, well, I'll worry about that later, you know? And so, so my goal is to help them with, okay, I'm always doing something for my health because my health is important to me for these reasons that we've established. Mm -hmm. And it may not always be amazing and it may not always be exactly what I want it to be, but I'm always thinking about it and trying to do something. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard skill. I think, you know, uh, especially when we're younger, we're like, we can do all this stuff. We have all this time, you know, and, and we can really focus on ourselves and then mm-hmm. as you get older, things get in the way, careers and families and right. all this stuff. And right. so trying to create skills that help people along. But both are important. And I'm, I'm always helping people try to get both to the level that we know helps health. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From a nutrition standpoint, I remember when I went to a nutritionist, and this has probably been 10 years ago, one, one thing that stuck with me is when you go to the grocery store, you shop the outside. You stay away from the middle for the most part. Yes. Is that something that you adhere to as well? Something Absolutely. Like that? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, yeah you, if you start out there too when you're fresh, you know, and so because sometimes by the time you're halfway done shopping, you're like, I am over this. I'm yes, ready to get right. out of here. Yeah. You know, and then too, it's just like your plate. If you fill it up with fresh produce, you don't have as much room for everything else. So mm-hmm. if you start in the fruit and veggie section, that's always where I start. Every mm-hmm. time I go to the store, uh, then you can fill up your cart with at least half full groceries from right. fruits and veggies. And mm-hmm. then you know, okay, I'm going to eat half fruits and veggies from what I'm eating, and right. you don't have as much room to put the other stuff in. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's a really good thing. And two, you know, those foods are going to be more whole foods. They're not going to be messed with and as processed. And, mm-hmm. and that is something that you'll see a lot more research on that's coming out in the ultra processed food industry and how mm-hmm. uh, much of a negative health impact that's having with mm-hmm. us. Um, and even, and I say ultra processed, but that's even a lot of health type foods. They have health halos um, because of marketing. Mm -hmm. And so that's something else that I really try to help educate people on is that um, just because it appears healthy, like a protein bar or something like that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is because ultra processed food um, is just really not the best thing for us to have a lot of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So labels, that kind of leads me to that question. And I was thinking about that this morning because I got my box of cereal out, and it's not Fruit Loops. <laughs> it's a Kellogg's K or one of those. So it's not, I don't think it's terrible for you, but as I was thinking about seeing you today, I was reading how much sugar it has mm-hmm. and how much sodium it has. So how relevant is it to us today to be reading food labels? Yeah, that's a great question. Food labels are helpful. And I, uh, but I do say it's one data point, just like your weight, you know, for example, Mm -hmm. it is part of the story. It's not the whole story Uh, because the food industry can be tricky and they know what people are looking for on labels and they can do a lot of things to make something appear healthier than it is. And they also know um, that if they put like it in a brown box, for example, or some of the words that they use, people are going to think that it's healthy and pay more for it. That's They're going to buy it more. You know, so there's a lot that goes into marketing uh-huh. of yes. food products. Yeah. And so the food label does have to be accurate and they do try to, you know, control that. They've they've done a lot of work on that, which mm-hmm. is awesome, like putting the whole pint of ice cream nutrition facts, for, for example, right. instead of half a cup because who eats half a cup of ice yeah. cream? Nobody. <laughs> I don't, right? right? Um, and so, you know, so they have tried to help consumers. Okay. They also have put added sugar instead of just total sugars 
because some sugar in like dairy products and fruit can be healthy, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, so sure. not all sugar is going to have negative health effects. Right. Um, so they, they do try to give you some of that information. So added sugar is important to look at. We do okay. know from research that 25 grams or less is what is recommended for health okay. for the day. And that would be a good thing if you're like, I don't know what to start with. That's actually a kind of a fun little experiment is to write down how many grams of added sugar you get throughout the day Mm -hmm. and see where you are. And Mm -hmm. that kind of gives you an indication, too, of how much processed food you're eating. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's typically going to be in processed food. Yeah. So um, and so um, things that people will cut out, like, say, I'm not going to put sugar in my coffee, but I'm going to eat, you know, cereal and granola bars and Mm -hmm. um, sugar sweetened yogurts and things all day long, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and those have a much bigger impact, even salad dressings. I mean, so many things, uh, marinades and meats. I mean, there's just, it's it's just in a lot of foods. And so looking at what you're doing and trying to get that 25 grams or less a day is a good thing to look at for labels. Mm. Yeah. And then the calories are also can be important. Right. Um, But then also the food labels has the numbers, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't really understand kind of what that means. So unless you know how many calories you need, how much protein Mm -hmm. you need, um, then that may not be as helpful for you. Um, But you can see if a food is going to provide you with protein, carbs, or fat. Those are the three macronutrients, you know, so um, and so um, having balance with meals, having meals with protein, carbs, and fats in them is something that we um, try to help people do. And so that can help you see, you know, like your cereal, that cereal in particular has a little bit of protein in it. It has carbs in it, you know, so, so, um, but it's probably not going to be a lot of protein. So for breakfast, I'd say, okay, this is my, these are my carbs, but I need to add in something that has some more protein in it, you know? And so, um, and then I'm always, again, a proponent of fruits and veggies. So I'd also have you throw a fruit in with that cereal too, to get Uh, some fiber, you know, and you can look at fiber as well. But but fiber that they add to foods is not shown to be as healthy as fiber that's found naturally in foods. Oh, yeah. And again, that's one of those tricks that um, they can play. Um, and so the next thing I'd have you look at is the label, um, underneath the label where the ingredients are. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, the ingredients are kind of like a um, movie, you know, the the act of the movie that whenever they're trying to tell you who was in the movie, they mm-hmm. are in order of right. appearance. So the people that they list first, that's the most um, that they're in the movie, yes. just like the food product. So, um, so the stars of the food are going to be listed first. And so, um, so if you have something in the first ingredient is sugar, for example, then that's going to be what's mostly in that product. And so food industry also knows we're looking at that. So now sometimes they'll divide the sugar up in like four different types of sugar Mm. so they can put it lower on the list. (laughs) So, you know, so, but looking at what it is, is this something that you would make in your kitchen, for example, um, then, you know, then that might be a product that is a little bit less processed. If it's a bunch of stuff you can't pronounce, um, that might be a red flag. (laughs) You know, so, um, and then you can see, is it really from whole grains? You know, there are some protected words, you know, um, but the food label is a lot more complicated than people think it is just even talking about it It right now. Yeah. 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 I, um, have a gluten sensitivity and I read the book Wheat Belly Mm -hmm. and I realized that what we're eating is wheat talking to the to the processed part mm-hmm. of, of the conversation is not really wheat anymore. It's not wheat like my great-grandfather had. It, it's not truly wheat. It's so processed that it's not even that anymore, which is what, as I understand it, is causing the allergies that we have to certain foods like, like gluten. So in 
and this has been going on, I've, I've been gluten-free for probably six years now. And I, people say, well, when I go out to eat or whatever, they'll say, well, this is gluten-free. And I said, yeah, but it's still got the sugar in it. So I'm not going, I'm going to try. It was headaches that, that gluten was giving me. So, and at the same time, I did lose weight after I cut gluten out of my diet. And so to go and replace that with another sugar, it's not doing my body any good, right? I'm still, yes, I'm not having wheat anymore as, as it's known today, but I am still replacing it with a sugar, which is still not 100% what I would want to do. It's not, it's not healthy. Right. Yeah. Yes. And that is a common issue with people, whether you're trying to restrict calories or restrict anything mm-hmm. is oftentimes the foods that you're replacing it with aren't necessarily healthy either. Mm-hmm. And that's that kind of processed food, like you mentioned, yeah. you know, um, something to look for. So ideally, you would replace gluten with a whole food type of other carb, you know, uh-huh. like a sweet potato or, you know, things like that. Right. Um, and so right. uh, for a healthier nutrition balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's the same thing too with people are trying to do plant-based eating, for example, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of processed, um, you know, plant burger type things or, you know, thing, right. I mean, it kind of goes with Black all different types, or whatever. you know, yeah. and some mm-hmm. of them are healthier and some of them aren't, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's kind of one of those, if y'all remember like the snack wheels cookies, you know, when yes. they were, everything was, I was low thinking fat. about those last <laughs> night. <laughs> so, yes. And so, yeah. and they were, they were considered healthy because they were yeah. low fat and yeah. now, you know, gluten is kind of the, you know, one of the big things right now mm-hmm. with gluten free and people mm-hmm. think it's healthy because it's gluten free and right. that's not necessarily true, right. you know? So, right. um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a thought on which, which flour based product is better? Is there one that's like rice or quinoa or whatever? Do you, is there one that's better than the other if you're substituting for white white flour yeah you the quinoa has a little bit more protein in it you know rice flour tends to have a little bit more glycemic index if that's you know but if you pair it with protein that typically helps but uh, you know so some of it kind of depends um so but there are a lot of good products out there if Mm -hmm. you're in the mood for pasta or you know things like that and they do have like brown rice pasta which would be made Uh from brown rice you know um and so but just really looking at the label and making sure that it is a whole food if possible. So if it's rice, it's brown rice. Quinoa would be a whole food anyways, you okay. know, so, okay. um, but things like, you know, and, and for dairy products too, kind of on the flip side, things mm-hmm. that are um, whole food based, like hemp milk made from hemp seeds. Um, oh, and so, okay. um, and you can, you know, you can do a lot of the stuff at home pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of the substitutions are uh, pretty highly processed, yeah. you know, so, um, and things like with tapioca, that's pretty processed just to, mm-hmm. you know, that's in a lot of um, gluten-free stuff yes. too, you know, yes. so, um, so it's still, you know, if you think about using a gluten-free bread or a gluten-free pasta, um, it still would need to be part of a balanced meal with some protein and vegetables, you know, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing with mm-hmm. it as most of your nutrition. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those Definitely. are good tips for you, yeah. Angie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And for anybody, honestly, well, yes. because if you, you know, again, speaking as someone who realized they had a gluten allergy, as I started looking at the process of white flour, mm-hmm. it, it, talk about something that's heavily processed. It's white flour, right? It's it's the refined sugar. It's it's all of those things. So looking at 
just for anybody, whether you have a gluten allergy or not, I think it's interesting to know that there are substitutes out there for, and you can still, I can bake a cake that using quinoa flour and it's going to be healthier than, you know, because we all have, well, I shouldn't say all, I have a sweet tooth. So, you know, if you got to have that little hit of sugar, why not try to make it healthier, whether you have an allergy or not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree. So yes, and I, you know, trying to make things healthier and have less sugar in them, more whole grains, real food, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. that's something that that we do at home, you know, Mm -hmm. and so kind of bringing it back 100 years, you know, of of our eating, like trying to get back to, to where things used to be. And we're, I think in this day and age, it's pretty unrealistic for a lot of people to like grow your own food, you know, yeah. uh, mill your own flour, you know, that kind of stuff right. um, yeah. for them. Some people can do it and that's Absolutely. amazing, you yes. know? And so, but, um, but if anyone's feeling discouraged out there, you know, there are a lot of products out there and a lot of real foods that are very affordable that you can, yeah. you can use to get healthy carbs if you're gluten-free. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us what healthy looks like. What, what does a healthy nutritionist meal look like from your perspective? What should we be eating every day and how much of it? So the five food groups, how relevant is that still? Yeah, the five food groups aren't as relevant anymore just because, you know, some of that was very industry driven, I would say, yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, so what we know just from population studies and looking at research um, with humans. And so it's hard to do human research and nutrition if, you know, if you can even think about it to try mm-hmm. to follow someone their whole life. Right. For sure. So we do yeah. a lot of association. So there isn't a lot of if you follow this diet your whole life, then this will happen because right. there was a control group and there was, you know, and sure. so the research, like I said, is not is going to be association, not necessarily causation. So just so I get that out there, yeah. you know, if anyone's yeah. like, this is absolutely the best for you, <laughs> they, they just don't know right. that we just yeah. don't know yeah. that, you know, yeah. so you have to look at preferences. But if I were to say, okay, the healthiest eating pattern for most research um, is Mediterranean type eating, right. you know, and most people have heard of that, it's going to mm-hmm. be, yep. you know, or pescatarian, you know, lots mm-hmm. of seafood, olive oil, um, and Mediterranean eating, they do eat carbs, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they do but the, a lot of them are whole grain and two in Mediterranean right. um, countries, their food is a little bit less processed than ours, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever talked to anyone that's like, when I go to Europe, I can eat gluten and pasta and I feel fine. And when I come back here, I cannot, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I I hear that a lot. Again, Mm -hmm. that's anecdotal, but people do do feel that way. Yes. Um, So and, you know, unless you have celiac, that's a different story, you know, but um, but as far as intolerance goes, um, if it's from something with the processing, you know, um, and so uh, but Mediterranean with the really healthy fats and fresh food, fresh produce um, is the healthiest um, eating pattern or a plant based eating pattern too. And again, mm-hmm. that's not something that everybody wants to do, but consistently in research that shows to be the lowest risk of any kind of the chronic diseases that are lifestyle based and the longest life expectancy and the best mm-hmm. life expectancy. So not just living longer, but living better. Okay. And so that would be vegetarian. Um, and there's mm-hmm. a, a great population in California and Loma Linda that, um, that the seventh day Adventists that they have a ton of research on because that they, most of them are vegetarian. Um, mm-hmm. for religious reasons and um, and they um, ha- they live right next to other cultures so it's not necessarily about their water or their right. you know it's about yeah. what they're choosing to eat yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they live 
the longest. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. and again, they've done a lot of research. If anyone's seen any mm-hmm. of the Netflix documentaries out there, you know, but on plant-based eating. So, yeah. um, so plant-based is great. You don't have to go full plant-based, mm-hmm. you know, and be a vegetarian, right. um, to get benefits. But, um, yeah. but a lot of that too, you can't really factor out, is it because they're eating whole real food? You know, mm-hmm. and so um, and so there's or is it because of all the fruits and vegetables? Could you add a ton of fruits and vegetables and real food into an omnivore diet, which, you know, um, so would be more of meat eaters, yeah, you know. Right, and so right, right. Um, so there, there are a lot of questions, but I will say, you know, um, for a balanced plate and what um, what I try to help people do is eat more fruits and vegetables, right. half your plate. That's an easy way to mm-hmm. think about it yeah. at breakfast is half of your meal berries with your cereal and your, you know, and then at lunch is half of your meal a salad or vegetables. Um, Dinner, same thing as half of your plate, vegetables, and then the other half um, having protein and carbs depending Mm -hmm. on your activity level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and your your size. So protein is really the amount of protein people need is based um, typically on body weight. And so I'm Mm -hmm. a sports dietitian too, so I love all the science behind it, Mm -hmm. you know, so I look at muscle building, you know, and protein needs. And, um, and protein, the important things about protein are really to space it out throughout the day. Okay. And I would say the typical American diet tends to be low in protein at breakfast yeah. and then um, highest in the evening and probably right. too much in the evening, you yeah. know, yes. so um, you can get too much protein. Okay. And so a lot of people don't realize that, you know, mm-hmm. that they, a lot of people think I can just eat as much protein as I want, right. you know, and it does have a high what we call thermic effect of food. So it um, requires a lot of calories to process. It doesn't easily store as fat. You know, okay. all of that stuff is yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't really do anything with extra protein, and you can only utilize so much mm-hmm. at a time. And so mm-hmm. you can't store it like you can store mm-hmm. fat. <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. store it like you can store carbs. Um, and so your body has to utilize it for energy, and then mm-hmm. it will sometimes store more fat as fat because it doesn't need that, or more carbs as fat. So so it's not totally benign just to eat as much protein as you want. Um, and so I have a lot of people that were way overeating protein Mm because it's a big buzzword right now Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and so yeah because I was I was sitting here thinking we talked a little earlier that I watched or listened to a podcast about women's health specifically and the need for protein and that we don't get enough protein particularly at breakfast so I'm curious if you have a thought on protein powders are there ones that are better than others if you're going to make a protein shake for breakfast yeah, that's a great question. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. People do need more protein at breakfast. Mm-hmm. I am a big proponent of whole food-based protein. I'll say, okay. you know, just because uh, protein powder is an ultra-processed food. Yeah. And you can't get around that. You know, mm-hmm. whether um, tons of people have it, you know, mm-hmm. they, in their in their diet, and I think it's probably one of the healthier processed foods, you know, but it's not necessary, um, but it can be helpful for people if they can't get it in other ways. So okay. it's kind of one of those um, things that it's not... Not, um, to me, it's a last resort if you can't get real food. Okay, if that makes okay. sense, because yeah. it is not. It is very processed. If you've ever tasted protein powder, that's totally plain and not 
flavored mm-hmm. and enhanced and made mm-hmm. to taste decent, it's really not tasty. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so, um, and so, you know, if people can tolerate dairy, like a, a Greek yogurt or something like that's going to be um, typically healthier, um, you know, you can get it from gra- some grains in the morning, you know, if you're doing quinoa bowls or, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. um, you can get it from a lot of whole food eggs, you know, are yeah. great too, mm-hmm. if people can tolerate those, uh-huh. you know, and so, and if you, the other thing, if you're eating whole grains um, and vegetables too, vegetables have protein in them, mm-hmm. you're going to get more protein from other foods too. And so, um, so that's something else that, that people also can work on is getting more whole foods and mm-hmm. then they're going to get more protein from things other than just meat mm-hmm. as well. So, cause okay. it is just the total grams of protein. Um, but it is hard to get protein in if you're having, let's say cereal, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. um, cause a cup of milk is going to only have eight grams of protein. And right. a lot of people are doing dairy free milk. And there's only one really other milk that they sell that has enough protein in it. Do you guys know? I'll Mm -hmm. ask you guys a question. Do you guys know what it is out in the market um, that's easy to find? I mean, there might be some others that has protein in it. No. No? That's probably the most common one that people drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But typically, there's only one to two grams of protein per Mm -hmm. serving in that. Okay. So it's not a good source of protein at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually know. soy milk. Oh, and okay. then okay. so a lot of people also don't do to- do soy. So it's right. kind of, you know, so soy, dairy, you know, so right. but soy milk actually has the same protein as dairy milk. And so oh, okay. if you're going to do a dairy alternative, that's the best one unless you don't tolerate soy. Got it. Um, so or if you have any interactions with medications with soy, which if you're on thyroid medicine, you wouldn't want to do soy products. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so, um, but again, you know, figuring out if you do like, say you do a cup of yogurt in the morning, Uh then that give, that'll give you, um, enough protein for most females. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Well, that's good to know because I always put yogurt in my, in my, um, smoothie in the morning, but I've been adding protein mix. So I don't really need it. You really don't. And I I do Mm -hmm. recommend it for people that need to get calories in because they're trying to put mass on because it's really easy to absorb and digest and get to. And so, but research has shown you just don't need it, you know, for muscle development, for, um, so it's very good marketing. Yeah, I know. Um, and again, it's better if you if you really can't you can't do dairy, you can't do eggs. You know, I have some clients that really have some you know allergies or other things, right. or just don't have time, and that's really right. all you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Then that is better than not getting protein, you know, yeah, right, in for right, that meal. Right. But if you can do other things, I do recommend that. Yeah, that's good because that's not easy on the pocketbook. Those protein powders are expensive. They're expensive, yeah, they really are. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a billion dollar industry, you yes. know, yeah. and so. So it's, I mean, it, it is very expensive and they have very good marketing. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, everyone thinks they need it. So. Follows you around Facebook. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably be on all of our phones now it since will. we're talking totally about it. Will. Yeah. It will. So dumb the food down for the person listening who says, I just need to know what foods to buy to give me the best breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So name some foods that you've already given some breakfast foods for protein, yogurt, eggs, yep. milk. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a few more for 
for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, and so for and for breakfast, if you're looking at other foods to add to the protein, you know, oats are really good. Um, good quality bread. You know, you mentioned. I know you're not doing regular bread with if you're gluten free, but if you do regular bread, try to get something that's made locally and okay. that doesn't stay on the shelf for two weeks and still look right. the same. That's Ugh. there's something that's yeah. not you know, yeah. and so that's it's just right. another thing. So we have a lot of great places here in Springfield. I know yeah. you know um, Breadsmith. Um, the grocery stores around here make their own bread yeah. often, mm-hmm. and so um, Neighbors Mill. You know, there are a lot yeah. of places yeah. that people have options. So I would recommend getting okay. a bread from there to go with your eggs, for example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lunches, same thing. If you know wraps or or breads that are made locally, which you okay. can find. Um, bowls are really easy too. So mm-hmm. that's just another thing. If you have leftovers, um, I try to make it easy. So I make extra extra things. So if I make, yeah. for example, quinoa or brown rice, mm-hmm. I make extra and then I'll put together bowls that night while I'm in the kitchen. Right. Um, right. So that way I have it just ready to grab and take to work the next day. Yeah. Um, so, um, but quinoa is great. And then if, again, you can have leftover chicken. Um, mm-hmm. You can also do like the pouches of tuna and things like, you know, yeah. it's just something easy. Right. Um, yeah. Greek yogurt's great for lunch too. A lot of people like to have a lighter lunch, you know, mm-hmm. that um, with some, you know, some granola that has healthy ingredients in mm-hmm. it too. Um, and then some fruits and veggies as well. Okay. Um, the fruits and veggies are things that you do need to be intentional about because it's so easy to miss those, yeah, you know? So, is. yeah. So it I is. chop up fruits and vegetables, you know, at the beginning of the week and yeah. have them ready to go already portioned out. If you don't have time for that, you can buy the, the trays yeah. from mm-hmm. the store. Mm-hmm. You know, they do a lot yeah. of that prep for you. Yeah. Um, you're going to pay a little more for that, but yeah, they right. do, you know, if, if that's, um, but it is a good investment in your health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dinners, you know, um, I really recommend keeping it simple during the week if you um, are busy, mm-hmm. <laughs> which most people are. You know, and I think a lot of times we overthink it, you know, so if you have a few staple meals that you like, like my family loves tacos, they love, Mm -hmm. you know, we usually do some sort of fish, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because my family likes fish and roasted vegetables, you know, Um, we kind of have these staples that that I always buy at the grocery store, I know we have them. And then I try to make maybe one new thing Mm -hmm. a week, Mm -hmm. or maybe every other week. And so and I love new recipes, but sometimes I just don't have the mental space for that every right. week okay. yeah. <laughs> the time yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so yes what what about frozen vegetables versus fresh yeah mm-hmm. great question yeah those are just as healthy so yeah. they freeze them typically right after harvesting okay. and so they retain all of the nutrients sometimes okay. even better than fresh especially if it's not in season okay. and so um, frozen vegetables and fruits are really healthy okay. so that's yeah and yeah, yeah. they're so easy <laughs> yeah right. and, and they're easy and you can keep them in your freezer so you've always got them yes yes yeah. 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 And you can freeze like so sometimes too, as people are trying to get more fruits and veggies in, they buy too much and yeah. then yes. they're like, Oh, all my stuff goes bad, you yeah. know. And so you can freeze your, your fruits and veggies that you buy fresh as well, um, pretty easily, like broccoli or even spinach or um things like that okay. that you feel like are gonna go bad before like you overbought, yeah. you know, yeah. or you had these good intentions like yeah. the beginning of the year and then you didn't end up getting that done. Yeah. Um so you can freeze those as well so you don't, you know, waste okay. your money. Um it's most things tip. freeze. You know, and you can even blend things up um, that and freeze like, a, you know, to put in a soup or, you know, that yeah, kind of stuff right. as well. Yeah. Um, almost everything freezes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. 
Um, what about snacks? Yeah, so snacks, the healthiest snack Healthy is, snacks. again, you want to have the either fruits or veggies with it, yeah. always. And so if you, and then um, some sort of protein. And so you could do nuts, which mm-hmm. are really good for you. And mm-hmm. that's a really easy, portable snack. Yes. About a fourth of a cup is a serving. Okay. Um, if you do twice that much, you're going to get 400 calories. So they yeah. do, you know, so 200 calories is about careful. a fourth of a cup. Yeah. So those mm-hmm. do add up. Um, so you don't want to have like an entire bag of nuts and just, you know, snack on those absentmindedly. Right. Right. Um, but they are really healthy for you and have protein and yeah. lots of vitamins and fiber. Um, and then um, if you needed to do something like a bar, you know, they have some bars that are real food bars, like a perfect bar is an example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some granola bars are whole grain based, you know, but again, right. you would want to do a protein with that. So like right. a string cheese or they have cottage cheese or yogurts, yeah. things like that work. Um, and then, you know, you could also do like some of the, you know, turkeys and, you know, that kind of stuff that people like those little um, turkey sticks or different, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. That right. can be an option for people as well. Um, and you could also um, do a really easy one as a peanut butter sandwich that you made mm-hmm. yourself, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. on some really good quality bread yeah. um, with natural peanut butter or almond butter. And that mm-hmm. actually has as much protein and healthy fiber as a bar, but it's a lot mm-hmm. more real food based. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. um, okay. and a fruit it's with a that, tip. you know, yeah. so, um, and that's really good, especially if you've exercised like after work or, right. you know, that's a really good afternoon snack and um, okay. that can help people stay on track because peanut butter sandwiches are good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. like that. That's true. As long as you don't yeah. have a peanut allergy. As Yes. So yeah. almond butter yeah. if you have a peanut butter sure. peanut yes. allergy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Or, or sunflower butter. There's a lot there of options go. for that. Too. Yeah. 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 Such good stuff. Yeah. So we've talked mostly about food. Before we wrap it up mm-hmm. here, let's talk about moving. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier, we get busy with life and we get off track. And some weeks that I'm really busy, I look back at the week and I'm like, I didn't exercise once. Like I Mm -hmm. didn't have any free time. And that's false. I could have made time. But you know, I I look back on myself and my week and say, why didn't you make time for this, Tanya? And I love to exercise. Mm -hmm. So what is a practical solution? And, And the most or I guess the best tips you could give to us for just movement and how many steps should we be getting in a day and what's an easy regimen for lots of people to follow? Yeah, that's a great question. And so because if you go a week without exercise, you're going to decondition a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's Mm going to be harder. You have to start, you know, back. You're not going to lose everything, but, you know, it is important to stay consistent at least with a few days a week. Mm -hmm. And really for overall health and vitality, they do recommend um, about 30 minutes every day, you know, seven days a week, you know, um, for exercise. That's what the healthiest people do. And um, it is very impactful for preventing disease. So that's always going to be, you know, one of the recommendations is that 30 minutes a day. Um, And so the steps, having one of the watches that Mm -hmm. monitors that can help help you, you know, just to give you some of that accountability to try to get your 10,000 steps, which is about what is recommended. Um, And that's really, you can get that from any activity. Um, Getting your heart rate up is also really healthy. And so, um, so I do recommend trying to get your heart rate in your cardio zone at least a few days a week as well. Okay. And that's going to be a little different for everyone based on age, but typically sure. it's going to be somewhere in the 100 to 150 heart rate okay. range, you mm-hmm. know, if you're looking at that. Right. So some people do a lot of walking and maybe they're in the 90 heart rate right. range, you know. Um, here we have a lot of hills, you know, so you could get right. it. But, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's not often quite enough to 
really get your heart in better shape. Okay. And so, um, so general movement and then some cardio too, and then the strength training, you yes. know, mm-hmm. and, um, and that's important too. And so, um, so if you don't have time, there's, there are some really short interval workouts that you can do. Mm-hmm. So I would say having three different options. So say you have your week, you know, that your perfect week where you have as much time as you want to, to exercise, mm-hmm. you have a plan already set of when, what, and where you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you have a plan B, say it's a busy week, mm-hmm. um, that you have this other option that maybe isn't quite as intense, you know, right. and then you have that. And then you have a plan C where you have a really crazy week. What can you do there? Can you do right. a five minute workout before right. you leave the house? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, um, there's a workout called a Tabata and I don't know if anyone's heard of it, mm-hmm. but it's four and a half minutes. You can get a free timer on your phone. Just search for it in your app store, Tabata timer, and it's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, eight rounds, four and a half minutes. And you can do whatever activity you like. You can run in place for 20 seconds and then stand there for 10, do that eight times, and you will get your heart rate up and you will get some benefit. Uh And so, so really the mindset of something. Yes. Yes. Because and like you said, I love what you said is I could do something, yes. you know, and trying not to say I can't do my normal routine. So the answer is nothing. Yeah. So think about the possibilities. What mm-hmm. could I do? Mm-hmm. And so I love the yeah. ABC. Yeah. 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 And you can have that for nutrition too. Kind of your, yeah. you know, my eight, like Absolutely. if I am cooking at home all week, you know, my plan B and maybe yeah. my plan C is I have to eat out. What am I going to do? Sometimes having a plan in advance can help you stay on track yeah. when you're busy and focused on something else. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. having that mm-hmm. tool, you know, in, in your toolbox can really help. Agree. Yeah. And I have found in the last few years when I'm more intentional about planning my week of food and making sure that I'm going to have vegetables integrated in that and fruits. And when you came to our office and told us that half of your plate needs to be fruits and vegetables, it just gives you a visual that never goes away. You've always got that when you get your plate out of, okay, am I reaching my half fruits and vegetables today? So it's easy to easier to plan and to plan your week if you know that ahead of time because you've got to be intentional to go buy those fruits and veggies you do and then you know and then also look at look at your habits and say okay if i didn't buy those fruits and veggies then what am i doing what am i eating right am Mm -hmm. i going to mcdonald's and using that as an excuse to go through the fast you know the drive-through yeah Mm -hmm. and so or you know what am i doing or am i trying to find something you know going to the grocery store quick on my lunch break and getting something from a salad bar you know and so that's something i would just challenge all the listeners to say what is your backup plan and can you make that healthier because oftentimes we're in our backup plan (laughs) right yeah 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 and honestly any step that you can make whether it's both if you have a nutrition plan and it's just give it your best effort right I mean one day you're going to do really well and the next day you're not but don't take that as oh I'm defeated I'm going to go out and I'm going to try this again I love my watch because if I sit too long, like it's been going off while we're sitting here because it's saying you need to move. (laughs) And I love that because it reminds me that even if I have a busy day, I can get up from the task I'm working on and I can walk through my building and my building has a lot of stairs. So I can, Mm -hmm. you know, take stairs and walk around the building and that's going to help versus me just sitting there and continuing my project. And and so I love that interruption that it gives me um, to remind me. 
Yes, that is a good thing. And what, like you said, I think so many people are really hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you have that kind of failure mentality, or I always, I never follow through, I, you know, with my plans to be healthy, mm-hmm. yes. you know, you start thinking those things and telling yourself those things, then you're coming from a place of defeat instead of, you know, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a, a challenge for me is just that mental aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because uh, people, you know, I try to help people have empathy towards themselves because I think we all want to be healthy, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah. I mean, that's just as a human, we feel you know, better. right, right. we feel yeah. better. And yeah. so, so trying to say, I want to be healthy, I am, and it's important to me, and I'm doing things, you know, it's not always gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Right. So, and, you know, if you are trying to follow something that, that says you have to be perfect, or it's a very strict, strict diet and exercise plan that you don't enjoy, you know, maybe question that. It's probably yes, not true. you. It's yeah. probably the plan, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you're only going to follow something that you're comfortable with and that, yep. you know, you can't tell someone to never have a cookie. No, because right. that they're going to definitely go the opposite direction because they, sometimes we just crave something and sometimes, yeah. you know, and that's okay. Um, as long as you don't eat the whole box. Don't eat three cookies. No, just eat the, <laughs> just eat the cookie. And if you eat three cookies, tomorrow's a new that's day. Right. That's right. That's exactly. right. Give yeah. yourself some grace. So what true. great information. Thank you yes. so much for being here, Cassie. This has really been fascinating. And Absolutely. Lots of great tips and takeaways for our, our client or our listeners out there. So. Yes. We want to thank you. And yeah. thank you, Gershman Mortgage, of course, Jordan and Kate. And we will catch you guys next time. See thank you then. You. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Simply Authentic Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to listen to us on your favorite podcasting app.